Welcome back to the Highly Undisputed Sports Podcast. <laughs> my name's Andrew. I'm here with my co-host, Garrett. Um, so today we have a mock draft for you guys, and it was supposed to just be Garrett's, but I decided a few days ago that why don't we just split it up? Garrett will take the odd teams, and I will take the even teams, and we basically are the GMs of those teams just for a little while, and maybe we can switch up the draft a little bit. Disclaimer, now we are just having fun and what we would do as the GMs is not what we actually think will happen, but it should be fun. Next next week, we're going to do our official mock drafts. Yep. Um, this is kind of just he's going to pick, I'm going to pick, and we're going to see how it goes. Um, as always, we want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. Please send us your uh, email questions also. Uh, it doesn't have to be sports-related. That's going to be at HighlyUndisputed247 at gmail.com. And then send us uh, voicemails. We didn't get any this week, which is okay because I didn't have any time to go through anything this week. So, But if you want to send us voicemails, the number for that is 315-752-6042. Guys, I got through that without having a stroke this week. I'm, I'm just shocked. I even called it a voicemail box, too. <laughs> like Last week, I didn't know what it was called. Um, before we jump into the mock draft, we actually do have a listener question. Uh, this is from Baker, friend of ours. Um, his question is, would you take Julian Edelman or Wes Welker? Now, obviously, Julian Edelman retired over the yep. week. Uh, I had said that the Patriots were probably going to cut him a while back, but him retiring is a lot better. It just looks better. He did fail a physical, and that was like how they got him off the roster. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about whether or not he's a Hall of Famer. I'm just going to say as the Patriots fan here, if you think he's a Hall of Famer, you're a moron. Also, um, just real quick, speaking of retiring, Lamarcus Aldridge retired today. Just in case yeah. anybody didn't know that, I just wanted to throw it out there. But then, yeah. So into the Julian Edelman thing, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Patriots supporter. Actually, I'm not a you're Patriots a hater. supporter. You're not a, at all. Why would you say Patriots um, supporter and you in the same sentence? You're a hater. I saw a tribute video to Julian Edelman on Twitter the other day. Was it the one with him sitting at in the? Um, no, that was his actual oh, video. Okay, okay. Um, I saw. I think a fan made it and. Was it board films? I don't I don't remember, but I actually like really liked it. I, I was like almost sad to see him go because he has been a huge part of the NFL with I mean, he's got three Super Bowl wins, he's gotten Super Bowl MVP, so Well he he legitimately has like three of the biggest plays in his three Super Bowl wins. Yeah. Like he has like the biggest play other than the Malcolm Butler interception in the Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. He has the biggest play in the Falcon Super Bowl. And I mean he doesn't have the biggest play in the Rams Super Bowl, but he made all the plays in the Rams Super Bowl. So, I mean, he, you know, yeah. as far as, like, a clutch player, there really hasn't been, you know, a better one. Obviously, him and Brady together were incredible. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming you watched the Board Films one because I've watched yeah, that maybe. one, like, seven times. That one's awesome. Um, so, you were telling me that you don't really know the answer to this, but... Yeah, I didn't, it, I didn't it, watch you, a lot of Wes Welker, so... Yeah. This is kind of hard for me to answer. I, I think I have an answer, but... Bear with me, I don't have really a lot to back it up other than the little bit that I've watched. So this is more of a you question, I feel like, but I will chime in here and there with my thoughts. So if you want me to talk first, I can. Yeah, so what's your pick? I mean, who who would you take personally? I think I just have to go with Julian Edelman. Okay. And I think, like, it's tough because they are very, very similar wide receivers. Like, the Patriots had Wes Welker, and he was great for them. And they targeted Edelman in the draft because they thought that he could take his they, spot. They did not. Oh, oh, you're talking about Edelman. They drafted Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say they drafted Walker. I was like, they didn't no. draft Walker. They targeted Edelman in the draft to basically pick up where Walker had left off with Brady. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's hard because both of them had a, a, a great offensive weapon behind them, or not behind them, but next to them, to either help them build their career or hold them back in a case you could make. Uh, like Welker had Randy Moss and Edelman had Gronk. And and actually, Welker had Gronk, too. I mean, yeah, he yeah. was on the team for, I think, three of those seasons. Yeah, his last season with New England was uh, 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, so, I mean, they both make it e- made it easier for both of them because they both needed double coverage, basically. So, it kind of freed up Edelman and Welker in the same way. But, I don't know. It's so easy to compare the two of them that I think it's kind of hard to make a decision. So... What's your answer? Okay, we so get into the, the I actually why. have a two-part answer to this question because I was never a big Wes Welker fan. I, I, I mean, I, I liked Wes Welker, but yeah. he was always like he's. I always felt like he was going to let us down when we needed him most. We saw that in the second Giant Super Bowl. Tom, yeah, Tom Brady didn't throw the greatest pass to him. It hit him in the hands. He yeah. comes down with that. They don't lose that Super Bowl to the Giants. The second one I'm talking about, you know. Um, as far as durability, though, Wes Welker was by far the more durable player yeah. between him and Edelman. I mean, he didn't miss games. He was there pretty much every year. Um, he has, what, one, two, three, four, five hundred yard or hundred catch seasons. I think Edelman only has two of those, and he has a 98 in there, but it just... To me, the much more consistent player was Welker in the regular season. Um, he made five Pro Bowls and two All-Pros. I don't even think – Edelman, I don't think he made any Pro Bowls. And he definitely doesn't have any All-Pros on his resume. So, I mean, it, you know, if you just look at regular season and if you were just trying to pick a player that was consistent more, you would definitely take Wes Welker. Julian Edelman, I've got to say, is like maybe the clutchest – wide receiver ever other than Jerry Rice like I don't know how many playoff games it was every third down they were going after him I mean whether you talk about the Ravens game in 14 any of the Super Bowls um the Chiefs in 2018 or 19 19 yeah 19 I know, in Kansas yeah. City when they were just every third down was like Edelman over the middle of the I mean just Toughness, clutch, whatever you can say about him. So I guess if I'm talking, you know, I'm just any old team, I feel like Edelman would have only been great with Tom Brady. But I think Wes Welker could have been great with a lot of quarterbacks just because he was a little bit better of a route runner, had a little bit better hands, not as quick, um, but, I mean, far more durable. Edelman missed a lot of games in his career. He, had, he missed a couple, se- couple full seasons, actually. And he did lead the league in drops twice. You know, Wes Welker never led the league in drops. That, that was not something that ever happened with him. Um, so I guess, I, I guess I would take Edelman just because I could rely on him in the clutch. But I mean, if you want a more productive player, you'd probably go with Welker. Though. Yeah, I, I feel like Wes Welker would be able to be, you know, the, the highlight of an offense because he was. I mean, 2010, he was really the best receiver on the Patriots. Yeah, Gronk was there, but Gronk was still a rookie that year. Yeah. Um, Edelman only one time was the best receiver on the Patriots, and they lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. That last season with Brady. Well, that, Edelman, that was the only time. Edelman was also versatile, though, for the Patriots. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, did you know that his, his rookie season he played defense? Yeah. I, I'm reading something now that he's thrown a touchdown pass. He's, al- he's always been 
a threatening receiving target. He scored on special teams and he played defense. So, yeah, I mean, hey, if, if you want versatility, then Edelman's your guy. But like I said, productiveness, you want Wes Welker. Yeah, it, absolutely. And, and the crazy thing is, is they drafted him as a quarterback, but immediately Belichick was like, oh, you're, he's going to be a kickoff returner. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen the NFL films clip. Um, the first ever punt return that Edelman has Wes Walker's on the sideline. It's on. It's in week seventeen of a regular season. Wel- Walker's sitting out. They're, they've already made the playoffs. Yeah. Edelman runs the kickback, and Belichick is talking to somebody up in the booth, and like he goes, "Hey, who's that guy that played first base for the Yankees before Lou Gehrig?" And then he walks over to Walker, and he's like, "Hey, do you know who Wally Pip is?" And Edelman or Walker's like, "I don't know who that is," and Belichick's like, "Well, he's the guy that played first base before Lou Gehrig," and Walker just kind of looks at him, and Belichick's like. You're Wally Pip. That's Lou Gehrig. And so I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty funny that like, you know, you definitely know that you know that's what Belichick was looking for when he took yeah. Edelman. So, I mean, that that's all I have on that. I, I guess I would take Julian Edelman if you put a gun to my head and said you must have one. But it's hard to say no to Wes Walker. As much yeah. as I really didn't love him, uh, like I did love Jules because Jules was awesome. I always loved him, but you know, durability is a thing, and that yeah. that can be tough. Um. So let's move on here. Let's let's get into this draft. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. I'm really excited for this. Uh, let's let's pull this up. Um, so, so like you said, I have all the odd numbers. Yes. So we are doing trades. So yes. Um, when we get to picks, you know, if if you want to make a trade or your team's trading down, yeah. call it out. You know, whatever. So, I guess the Jaguars are on the clock. Okay, Jags on the clock. Um, you usually get ten minutes. I think you want to take your time with this. This is a big should I should I take my time? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do like what the Jags do here. I'm gonna take ten minutes. Uh, let's field some calls. And I mean, realistically, Boy, do we, this could happen because if you're the Jags, you're gonna wait to see if somebody sends you a oh, great absolutely. package. Yeah. Like what what if someone sends me like five first rounders? Yeah, you know, do you, can you really pass up on that? That's don't think you can. Um, but so, and draft night, they're definitely taking all 10 minutes and, yeah. and everybody is, that's watching is going to be screaming at them. Are you kidding me? We know who you're taking. It yeah. was just like last year with Joe Burrow. Everybody knew who the Bengals were taking, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not sending you any offers for a bunch of first round picks. So. Are you sure? Like, oh, you, I'm positive. There's no Godfather offer from like the Broncos. How about this? Anything? I'll send the Steelers first round. I'll send all of the Steelers draft picks this year to you. I'm going to say no. On okay. That yeah. One. That's all what right. I thought. Uh, the pick is in. Yeah, how about that? We're official. <laughs> uh, pick is in. We're going to take Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. That was, I mean, that was just the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. So yeah. you're, on the cl- you're on the clock here with the Jets. Do we even need to discuss Lawrence? No, okay, not at good. all. Go ahead. Um, so I think it's pretty obvious who I'm going to be going with here. But I could, could throw a wrench in the mis- machine and take the odd one out and take Justin Fields. But I'm not going to. Uh, the Jets select Zach. Oh, the pick is in. Sorry, sorry, wow. sorry. We wow. had discussed this before, and I already forgot. Are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. I knew he was going to screw that up. Oh, absolutely of knew you were going to screw that up. Um, wow, <laughs> you suck. Absolutely suck. Sorry, All right. Tamara. So I'm on the clock here. I got the Niners. Uh, Niners, obviously, they traded up. Um, a lot of people know think they know who they're taking. I think. You know, you're, you're going to assume you know who I'm taking also. Yes. So the pick is in. We're not taking long on these quarterbacks. And we're going to go with Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Andrew, you see how that's done? Yeah, the sorry. pick is in. I'll Sound re- effect. I'll remember it next Make time. the pick. Yeah. All right. You're on the board here. You got uh, Atlanta. Yeah. So I could 
take the guy that I want in Kyle Pitts. But are there any teams that you have that would be looking to move up? I do have a team for you. Uh, the Washington football team. Okay. They they want to move up. They are sick of not having a quarterback. Yeah. They don't want Ryan Fitzpatrick, really. They're, they're just playing with everybody. So um, you don't have to give me a package. Well, if you want to, you I, can. I would just like to give to them an example of what it would be. But What I'm thinking, and I think Atlanta's trading down in yeah. this draft. I don't think they're staying at four. I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I, I mean, think it would take um, the first rounder this year, a first rounder next year, yeah, and maybe like a third. Yeah, I think that's what it would take to get to four. Maybe also like they swap picks in the fourth. Mm. That's that's what I'm seeing. Uh, so that's my offer to you if you want it. Yeah, yeah, of course I'll take it. I mean, I'm not going to get technical with you here, but sure. All right. So the the Washington football team is actually on the clock now. So Atlanta's traded down. Yes. Um, and the pick is in. So. And we're gonna go with Trey Lance here. Um, this one, I think Ron Rivera is going to look at this and say, this kid has a lot of Cam Newton in him, and I think that's what Ron Rivera wants to coach. So there's no question in your mind that the football team isn't looking at a quarterback? I think they're absolutely trying to move up. Yeah, I think they're looking at that, that division, and they're the only team that doesn't know what their quarterback situation is. Like Even the Eagles know who their quarterback is. Yeah. Even the Giants know who their quarterback is. If you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, you have no idea who your quarterback is. He's not starting six, 17 games for you. Excuse me. I can't yeah. get over that yet. Um, he's just not a 17-game starter. You're not going – look at his record when he's been the starter for a full season. Yeah. His best record is a, is one ten and 6 season with the Jets. That's You're not going anywhere with that. Their team is loaded. Yeah. They need to figure this position out now. I think they're moving up to four. That's what I have. So you were on the clock again. Oh, okay. So I, three picks I, I in also a row. have the Bengals here. Yes. And this um, I'm excited for because I, I've been questioning myself what the Bengals will do in this draft. So if I'm if I'm the Bengals right now, those four quarterbacks are off the board. I have my pick of all the position players. Yes. I am not passing up the guy that's going to be a Hall of Famer. So oh. I'm not going to do it. So the pick is in. Wow. You... It's Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Wow. I, I'm sorry. Wow. If I'm on the clock and Kyle Pitts is there and I don't need a quarterback, that's my guy. Wow. I don't care what your situation is. Yeah. I know that they want Jamar Chase for uh, Burrow. No. You're getting Kyle Pitts. That guy is a Hall of Famer. He's going to play 13 seasons, you know, be up there in the record books, and that's that's the guy you want. That's who you want. I, No question about it. So I haven't really been – questioning that that way at all um, I was assuming that they would combine Burrow with Jamar Chase again because I mean Chase did or Burrow did come out and say that he wants Jamar Chase on the team yeah I don't care yeah, it, I mean it, like I said you're me, the GM you're me, the GM so I, I don't care G- good for you Joe Burrow do you run this franchise no you're getting the Hall of Famer yeah so the Dolphins are on the on the clock um so we have we have Tua but I'm not going to give him a receiver he'd be familiar with. I'm going to give him my number one receiver in this draft, my favorite receiver. So the pick is in. Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. Okay, you scared me for like <laughs> half a second there. 
I thought I knew who you were picking. I was like, whoa, is this guy jumping into the first round? But all right. No. Okay. No. So you went with Chase. I know who you okay. thought I was talking about. No, all right. He's so not. you got you got Chase. So yes. why Chase? Because I think the Dolphins pick is the interesting one in this draft because I think there's a lot of different ways they can go, but why Chase? Well, it was Pitts until you had taken him with the Bengals. Um, and I think the Dolphins will do that same exact thing. But I, I do think that they need a pass catcher, and it's too early for an edge rusher right now. So take, the my opinion, the best pass catcher on the board right now, Jamar Chase. I could have went Devontae Smith. I could have went Jalen Waddle, but I'm not into the Devontae Smith-Heisman hype. Like, I'm not one of the people that are like, oh, I have him as my wide receiver four. No, he's he's number two on my list for rankings, but I love Jamar Chase, and I would love to see him with Burrow again, but you let him pass and took the, the almost guaranteed Hall of Famer, so... So you, you you just like Chase because you look at his body and you just yes. think you're like that he's, dude. dude he's that so dude's a receiver. Yes. Okay, I have no problem with that. I I am a Smith guy. I think Smith's the top receiver in this draft. Yeah, you know, I just look at him and I'm like, wow, that that guy's a receiver. He just knows what he's doing out there. Yeah. But that's fine. I I got no problem with that pick at all. I think the Dolphins are going receiver, 100. Mm-hmm. percent That I would have taken Smith there, but hey, hey, that's fine. That's and your call. You yeah. know, that's your pick. Um, Lions are on the clock here. This pick, I think, is a trade-down spot. They need so much yeah. that picking at seven, I don't think they're taking a quarterback. And right now, Justin Fields is the only one available, really. I don't. It just doesn't make sense for me for them yeah. to take like a receiver or a tackle here at this price range and at this selection. I think someone will be there later for them. Do you have anyone that's trying to trade up? I do not. Okay, well, I do. Okay, and fine. I, I don't care if you're going to hate me for this, but I think this is actually a legitimate thing that we've seen in mock drafts. Um, I think New England is trading up in this draft. See, I wasn't, when I had brought this idea to you, um, the only reason I wanted the odds was because I didn't want you to go with the Patriots getting picked four. Because I think that I think that's a little bit far-fetched. I mean, it could happen. I, I don't think they're going up to four. Yeah. Four, there's no way Belichick is trading, you know, like two future firsts and other picks. I don't think that's happening. He values them way too much. I think once you get past like six, the value of picks kind of falls off. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, like to move from 15 to seven for new England is this year's first and like next year's second, maybe next year's first. it depends. Like maybe it's next year's first too, but I feel like it's not much that left after that. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to make a nice offer to, to the Lions. Okay. I'm going to go this year's first. Yep. All right. I'm going to go next year's second mm-hmm. and Stefan Gilmore. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll that's that's what I'm going to go with. You, you're you're yeah, fine, fine with that? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I really do think they're moving up. No, I agree. And like very they could very well move up to four. I just, I just, I didn't I just don't see that. I just yeah. didn't want it to happen in this because I've seen it all over the place. That so, is, yeah, seven that is so p- absurd. Like, Belichick has never been known to move up at all. And to see him move up to four, I just don't buy it at yeah. all. I, I just don't. He's not willing to risk multiple, multiple years of first-round picks on a quarterback. He's just not going to do it. Yeah. He would probably rather go and sign Gardner Minshew and not get his guy in this draft, honestly. like So that's why I see like, if, the, if his guy's there at seven, I think seven's a spot, eight's a spot, nine's a spot and the Giants are a spot. I think all of those spots are positions for him to move up. I feel like if he sees his guy in those selections, he'll move up there. Yeah. But I don't see him mortgaging his whole future for that. So the Patriots are going to move up. 
uh, to seven. The pick is in. We know who we want. And it's going to be Justin Fields. They, they sent, do you know who they sent to his pro day the other day? They sent Josh McDaniels. They sent their head player evaluator, mm-hmm. their top scout, and their top executive. Yeah. They sent four guys to watch him throw the ball. If that's a smoke screen, that's as good a smoke screen as I've ever seen because, wow. Yeah. So you're on the board here. You got pick eight with the Panthers. So as the Panthers GM, I'm going to wait, take as much time as I can, and I'm going to wait for that phone to ring. See if I can get a decent trade offer. So if you have anybody that wants to move up, I well, there's no quarterbacks left. Yeah, I don't have anybody. Okay. I mean, I you know, like if the Lions do make a pick, I think the Panthers' phone is ringing off the hook. Yes, you know, like I I've seen a lot of mocks where the Panthers are taking like or the Lions are taking Waddle. So I think if if they do that, I think the Panthers' phone all of a sudden is like ground zero for a trade. Yeah. So there were. Um Reports that Matt Rule, even though that the Panthers need offensive line, D-line, and uh, cornerback help, that Matt Rule will be taking the best available player, which could have been Jamar Chase, could have been Kyle Pitts, but we don't know how this is going to go. But as of right now, it's Panay Sewell. So the pick is in. Panay Sewell, offensive tackle, Oregon. I was I was kind of hoping you were going to go there. I, I want to see Sam Darnold succeed. Yeah. He needs an offensive line. Can we protect him? So... Appreciate that pick out of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy by that. I'd like to see the kid do well. I have Denver on the clock. And like I said, with the Panthers, unless Denver trades up and there's been a little bit of talk about that, I don't see that as the case. I think they're going to go elsewhere. Do they trade back? I don't think they trade back. I think they're making a pick here. I'm going to take my time on this one. because yeah, that's I'm gonna, fine. I, I think that they're not really – I don't think anybody's really sure what Denver's doing. You know, we're at nine here. You know what? Let's go Micah Parsons. Oh, shoot. I was supposed to wait and, you know, do that. Wow. Oh, wow. I screwed Look up. at that. I screwed up. There we All go. Right. Well, you guys heard it. Uh, we're going Micah Parsons. Sorry. You can hit the little thingy if you want, though. I mean, I still like to hear it. All right. So you took Micah Parsons. Yeah. I, I think that he's one of my best available guys, and I always like to take best available you know, you can go offensive line if, if you're them, but he's just really good to me. Yeah. And that's that's who I would want. So, yeah, I'm going to go Parsons. I can't believe I just screwed that up. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, the Cowboys are on the clock. I don't see there's any way that they trade back. No. I, I, at this point, especially because the Broncos didn't take a cornerback, which is what I... I don't think they are now. We originally thought they were, but they got the Fuller kid. Yeah. Um, and they signed somebody else, too. It, it just, I, I think their secondary is actually really good at this point. Yeah. So I, I don't see them going corner. And the Cowboys, they need a lot on the defense. Well, look at, are you on the same website that I'm on right now? Yeah, this I think so. mock draft thing? Yes. All right, their, their team needs that it lists here, and this is what I had, too. It goes cornerback, inside defensive line, offensive tackle, Ed's rusher, inside offensive line, corner, safety, linebacker, corner. Yeah. Those are their team needs, like. You think they need defense? You oh, know, they obviously don't need pass catchers. So I know that this pick would probably be slandered by a bunch of college football diehards because I don't have the guy that's number one for everybody else as my number one. So the pick is in. The Cowboys select J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. My guy. I love it. I know that you aren't crazy about J.C. Horn being number one, but... Oh, no. I love J.C. Horn. Oh, yeah. He is my number yeah? one. Yes. Oh, no. I'm thinking of a Caleb Farley. That's yeah, I'm point. not a Caleb Farley And guy. Okay, I love Caleb Farley. I, I love him. I'm so high on him. 
the he I, he's my number two. The reason he's not number one is the injury issues, the back issue that he had in yeah. the off season. So I mean, realistically, I love him, but I can't pick him with this pick. They can't take a risk on a guy that's already been showing injury. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's that's pretty fair. Yeah, I think man press corner. He's he's the most physical corner in the draft. Yeah, like we turned on his tape. And what did I like? I got like 20 seconds into that, and I was like, wow, this guy is the best corner in the draft. I didn't even think it was close. Certain is really good, but yeah, no, give, give me that guy. And I, I know Cowboys fans are like praying that Certain is there at 10 because I think that's who they really want. Yeah, that would not be my guy. It just wouldn't be. We're at the Giants now. I think this is a pretty easy one. Pick is in. This is an easy one. I'm going Elijah Vera Tucker. Wow. Yeah. So they went tackle last year. I like Tucker because he's versatile. I think he can play any position on the line. And I think the Giants need someone that they can slide regardless of, you know, what what the issue is. I think they need someone that can go anywhere is what my my thinking is on that one. I also have him as my third tackle or third lineman. Um, There's one guy I have in front of him, but I don't think he fits them as well. That's my pick. Eagles, 12 on the clock. Uh, ah, wow. I don't know what to do here. Neither do the Eagles. If you would have asked me two weeks ago what the Eagles do with their pick, I would have told you that they're taking Micah Parsons. But I'm going to go with something that might be a little controversial, and I'm going to throw the third first name, similar first name on this team, on the team. So the pick is in. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. I think every Eagles fan is like screaming, why are we taking another receiver? <laughs> they have taken so many receivers and none of them pan out. But you know what? That's going to be hard to pass up, I have to say. I do think you just kind of screwed the Lions because the Lions are going to be on the clock here at 15. And I think that's who the Lions were planning on taking. I just wanted to put Jalen Hurts, Jalen Rager, and Jalen Waddle all on the same team. All right. I've got. The Chargers at 13 yes. here. Okay. I was originally going to go tackle with them, but after the offseason they had, I don't really want to go tackle here. Yeah, pick us in. I'm going Jalen Phillips, okay. edge rusher Miami. We're, we're going edge rusher here. I just think they need to pair someone with uh, Joey Bosa. Yeah. They need some pass rush, you know? That's just what I look at them and see. Yeah, that's my that's my pick for the Chargers. I really don't have much behind it because I'm not really even sure if that's the best fit for them, yeah. honestly. But I think I'd like to have another pass rusher, and Jalen Phillips is my top guy as of right now. He's he's just athletic, and I like him, and I like his technique. Sue me. So you threw a little bit of a wrench into the machine that was in my brain for this Vikings pick. Elijah Vera Tucker was the guy that I have targeted on my sheet to go off of. Oh, you had Tucker at 14? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. He's gone. There's not really... They don't need tackles unless they were to take a tackle. I mean, they need a tackle, but they can wait on a tackle. They could put their current tackle, one of their current tackles in the interior and work it around it. You are really messing with me here. I have to think about this, actually. That's why you get 10 minutes, you know? Now everybody understands why every team gets 10 minutes on these picks. So, oh my gosh. All right. I was going to... The pick is in. Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, Northwestern. Okay, you know that's that's a smart pick. 
Now, I will explain it. Okay. So, the the Vikings do need a safety. Trevon Morig is the best safety in this draft. I don't think that he should be a target for them in the first round. If you took him, you would have completely messed up, like, two of my teams. And that's so fair. Like, I, I really know, appreciate I that. I know who you have drafting him, and they're going to get him. But I just figured go best available, and they don't need a corner with Sertain still on the board. They don't need a wide receiver. You would have them pass up Sertain? Yes. Okay. So I took the best available offensive tackle, who arguably could be the best tackle in this draft. There, yeah, there, there's there a strong an, case on There's that. an argument to make, so... I'm happy with that. I didn't think he was going to make it this far, so yes, I'm very happy with that pick. I think that anytime you're taking an offensive lineman in the draft, that's just like a, you know what, let's just do the smart thing here. Yeah. Take the guy that's more than likely going to be a good player for us. Yeah. It's very rare that tackles, like, flunk. And even if they don't, like, need, they don't, they don't necessarily need him, but, hey, he could sit there for the first year and just build. Or he could go out and dominate and become the starter. We just don't know, so I, I just think don't risk anything. Take the tackle. So the Patriots are on the clock. No, no, the Lions are Oh, the, the Lions, yes. Lions sorry, are yes, on the yes, clock. Yes, yes, yes. This is a strange one here. Do you have any teams that want to trade up for anybody? Because I think the Lions could use some more picks, honestly. I th- I really think that they're just going to keep moving back and, and get future assets. Yeah. Because in all honesty, I think the Lions are absolutely like doing a tank job this year, trying to go 0-17. So if it works out this way, yes, I have a team that I would like to trade up. Okay. The Tennessee Titans. Okay, what's your offer? I'm going to throw this year's first. Yep. Maybe next year's third and fourth next year, maybe. That Just might swap, be a little bit too swap much. Swap fourths. Yeah. We, we could swap fourths. I'm good with that. All right, got Tennessee on the clock. Lions are moving back to 22. Now, this is a very interesting pick for the Titans because there are two needs, in my opinion. They need corners. They need pass catchers. I agree. Right now, the two best players... Are Sertain, are Sertain and, and Devontae Smith. Smith. So, really good move on your part, I think. I think if the Titans were in this situation, I would move up for them. And, oh boy, it's another hard pick. But I don't think they can get this wrong. If it works out to where they have Sertain and Smith there... Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. don't think that this is something that they need to worry about. I think it's a coin flip. Say, hey, yeah. Sertain is heads, Devontae Smith is tails. But because Sertain is my num- number three corner and Devontae Smith is my number two, that's how I'm going to do this. So the pick is in. Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. I think that's the right pick. If Tennessee was to move up in that situation, I would absolutely want them to take Smith because, yeah. I mean, look, they lost Chanu Smith, they lost Adam Humphreys, and Corey Davis. They need As much as they need corners because their secondary is atrocious, no, they need, they need guys to catch the ball. Tannehill is not, you know, one of these top guys. He absolutely needs someone to make plays for him. So yeah. Totally good with that. I, I really like that move there. And the Cardinals are on the clock, and the Titans just made this very, very easy for the Cardinals. So if so you the took pick Sertain, in. they were going to be really upset. The pick honestly. is in. Patrick Sertain, cornerback, Alabama. Yeah, the Cardinals are taking whatever the top corner is Yeah, at that point. Like, Sertain's on the board. They're, like, probably jumping for joy because they probably think he's the top guy. Yeah. I think most times I think it's going to be J.C. Horn because I feel like Farley and, and Sertain are also are already going to be gone at this point, but you never know. Yeah. So do you think there's a way that the Cardinals jump up to 15 and then the Titans shoot for 16 if those two players are on the board? 
That's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. I because I could see like 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 if we had the let's say the Lions are at fifteen yes. because New England moves up. I could absolutely see, you know, the Cardinals being like, ah, we don't want to wait another pick. Let's not let anyone jump in front of us. Yeah. Our guy is still there. Here's a here's our first rounder this year, and here's like a third next year. Yeah. You know? Something along those lines because they don't want to miss out on their guy. And then the Lions have sixteen and Titans say, Hey, well, Devontae Smith is still there. Yeah, so let's right. take that pick right. and yeah, I, I mean, I think it worked out for both teams, and it could very well happen that way. Okay, so the Raiders are on the clock here. Yes. I really hate this roster, and we talked about this on one of our other pods. They just got rid of their entire offensive line. Yeah. I, they got rid of their entire offensive line. It doesn't even make any sense. So you would think, you know, the smart move here would be go offensive line. The pick is in. I'm going to make the smart move. I'm going to go Christian Derrissaw. Yes, I agree. I originally had Trayvon Moyrig mm-hmm. here. I can't I can't get to the Raiders and have Derrissaw on the board yeah. and not take him. Like, that line is going to be so bad. Mm-hmm. And, and as much as I think that Moyrig could be really big for them, considering the division they play in with Mahomes and, um, you know, Justin Herbert, secondaries are going to be huge in the AFC. Yeah. But they got to protect their quarterback. Like th- that's all there is to it. I I just that's all there is to it for me. They yeah. they need offensive tackles. So that, that's the pick. You're on the clock with the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are gonna take their whole ten minutes here, and we're gonna take a break. Oh okay. So pick eighteen. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back, guys. So the Dolphins have discussed for their ten minutes, and they've come to an agreement on who they want. So the pick is in. Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher, Georgia. I kind of figured that's where you were going. I like that move. Yeah. I think they need pass rush, and I think that fits pretty well. Yeah. So um, the Falcons are on the on the clock now. <laughs> yeah. Um, they made that trade, and now they're down here, and I'm kind of like, wow, what do, they, what do they need? This one's not that hard for me, though, actually. They're going to get a little, a little dumb. I do not ever agree with these decisions, but... The, the Falcons are going to be dumb today. They're going to be dumb. Pick is in. No, 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 This is my pick. What are you doing? This is pick 19. I, I have the Falcons, though. They were I, at pick No, four. I'm picking at 19. I didn't you pick made... for the football team. No, I'm making this no, pick. No, 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 no. Get oh out of here. Oh, my God. No. I'm making this pick. This is 19. It does, You picked f- at four. Fine. I'm picking. Whatever. Whatever. I was wondering what you were getting at with that. The pick is in. Quitting pay, edge rusher, you Michigan. Suck. <laughs> you suck. That is not what they would do. They would absolutely not make a smart decision. Who did you have them taking <laughs> that you were so excited <laughs> I, for? I had Najee Harris. No. Yeah, because no. No, think about it. Think about it. Who's running the ball for Atlanta? It doesn't matter. No, but they seriously. still have They're a, a dumb team. Pick. They're a dumb they team. They still have a second pick, bro. They have they have another pick next year. Don't they have a second round pick this year? Yeah. They could get a running back in the second round. They ain't getting a they're Stop not getting Najee right. Harris. I'm in the on second the clock round. again. The Bears are on the clock. This is ridiculous. You've had three picks in a row. You Screw had you. three picks in a row. Screw you. Stop it. I quit. You've had you've had so many three picks in a row because Whatever, just make your yourself. pick. God. Quit yelling at me. Unbelievable. So, 
the Bears are in a tough, tough, tough spot. They need a, they need a lot. You know what would really help them? A quarterback. <laughs> yeah, honestly. You know, like anyone better than Andy Dalton. This is tough. I think the smart decision would be go offensive tackle, but realistically, there's not many. I mean, like Tevin Jenkins is there. Yes, he is. I mean, I don't really know how to feel about that, and I feel like that's kind of a cop-out on my part, which I did say earlier. Take the tackle if it's risky. I mean, my, my next wide receiver is still on the board. My favorite wide receiver is still on the board. If they take a receiver... I. I've seen them mocked at receiver. I swear to God, if the Chicago Bears take a wide receiver after they franchise tag Allen Robinson, why not just waste another draft pick? I mean, come on. Do something smart for once. Yeah, the pick is in. Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. Thank you. My God. And I honestly do think that that's an option to discuss because I I think they need a receiver, but they need a lot. That's the problem. I think See, I think it might be the best available. I think Chicago has three ways to go. I think they either trade up, but I don't I don't think they're going to. I think it's offensive tackle. Yeah. I think pass rush is something they could use because yeah. they have nothing next to Khalil Mack, nothing. And I always like having two guys. I'm on the clock. I got the Colts. Yeah, I got the Colts. Correct. Ugh, God, I hate I hate having nothing but like offensive tackle is like the position you need. See, and, I think there's a very and, smart choice here for the Colts. Oh man, this is this is stressful. I'm gonna have to take like the full ten minutes here. <laughs> I think I know who you think is the smart pick. I just don't know if this is what they do yeah, here. you can tell me who you think i would take after i think you're taking jason o- away there or no that's not no. your guy okay well I, I like that um i mean best available is they got etienne here i totally they disagree don't, they with don't that. need a running back no not at all wow you are having a this hard is, time this is this is tough pick. because wow. i just i feel like there's a lot of places they can go with this oh yeah you know like i'm gonna reach okay i'm gonna reach a little bit pick is in I'm going Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. This kid's pro day was ridiculous. He's a linebacker. Yeah, I see him. I watched his pro day and was blown away. I did not think they knew. When when I saw him, I was like, he looks like Devin White to me. Yeah. I don't think they absolutely have to go linebacker, but I think that if you put him next to Darius Leonard, I think that'd be a really nice fit. Yeah. I, I just really like him. And I'm sitting at the Colts, and I'm like, man, I, I don't have anything here. I, let me take the guy I like, and that's that's who I like. Yeah, so uh, fair enough. I was thinking Keld Farley, yeah, or Greg Newsom. But y- you know how I feel about him. Yeah, I'm not a Farley guy. He is the injuries to me. I think is why he's going to slip. So the Lions are on the clock. Yeah, that's my pick again, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Lions need so much. They are just so bad. I'm going to go with another linebacker here. I'm going to go pick his in. And I'm going to go Jeremiah Owuso-Koromoa. I really like him. Uh, I like him, too. He's not my second linebacker anymore. I've moved Jamin Davis in front of him. I just look at him, and I'm like, you know, he's solid all the way around. Yeah. But I I like Davis a little better. He's a little more athletic. Jets are on the clock. Yeah. Great. 
You have Green, another pick. I, oh my god, I'm on, the, <laughs> I'm on the clock again. They got their quarterback. Yep. The Jets could not run the ball last year at all. They could not. Are you taking a running back? The pick is in. Wow. We're going Travis Etienne, running back out of Clemson. Wow. And uh, once again, and I, was, I said the same thing about Atlanta when I thought I had Atlanta's pick, but I guess I didn't. Dumb teams make dumb decisions. Taking a running back in the first round is a dumb decision. But I'm the Jets today, and I'm going to keep doing what the Jets do. I'm going to make dumb decisions. They, they're, they're taking Travis Etienne. They just start. They're gonna make a dumb decision. That's what they're gonna do. This did this draft did not turn out any way that I thought it would. Wow. You're on the clock. You got the Steelers. This is your team. What do you want? Yeah. So I could take Najee Harris and give ourselves a running back. I that think that's what you want to do. We desperately need. Oh, I do kind of want to do it. Or I could take like a Liam Eikenberg, be fire. Terrible offensive line that we're going to have next Terrible year. Terrible offensive line. Or there's one more position that we need. Are you on corner here? To pick is in. Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. I think it's a great value pick at that spot because he's uh, he, he should have gone a long time ago. Yeah. Um just not what i i just don't like him yeah. i see way too much injury with him see now like i like i prefaced the draft with um this is what we would do and if the draft were to play out like that i would be taking caleb parley i took him over greg newsom because yes greg newsom is ranked higher on a lot of big boards but he's just not for me um but I wouldn't be mad if the Steelers took an offensive tackle, if they took a running back. Like, this is just what I would do with how this draft is played out. So, like, there were two other picks I could have made that would have made me extremely happy. But. All right, Jaguars are on the clock. Yeah. This is easy for me. This is a guy I would have taken a while ago, and he's a team need. I look at the Jags, and I'm like, boy, their, their defense is rough. I didn't think this guy was going to be here. I actually passed on him a couple times now. Oh, I know who you're taking. Pick is in. Trayvon Moyrig, safety out of TCU. They need help everywhere, and I think he's the best available player at this point. So that's that's just where I'm going. I don't really have much else other than that. I'm I just think he's the top guy. I'm going to be honest with you. I think they could have waited. You think they could have moved down to get him? I think they could have drafted somebody here, make an offensive tackle or a wide receiver. I don't know. And taken Trayvon Moyrig with the number one pick in the second round. See, I don't know about that because I think he's a spot for Tampa – at 32, if he was there. Really? Yeah. They took a safety last year in Winfield, but I think that their other safety spot they might look to upgrade. I think Kansas City's an option for him. I think Buffalo's an option for him. No, 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 no. no. Well, I think that if he was there for Buffalo, I think they'd consider it. Maybe. I just think he falls. But I, I got, I'm not against it. They, they do need a safety. Um, the Browns are on the clock. Now, if you would have asked me, Literally two days ago, what I thought the Browns would be doing. Edge rusher. Edge rusher. But they decided to go and make their edge rushing even better than it already is with Miles Garrett. And they paired him up with Jadevian Clowney. So everyone looks at Clowney and they look at the sack numbers. Clowney's not a sack guy. You know, he's a, he's a run stopper. Yeah. And he's a tackle machine. So I really like what they did because 
you're going to put him one-on-one because you're not doubling, or you're doubling Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah. And I really like that move by them. I'm going to say this about the Browns. They have, like, a top three or four roster in the NFL. Yeah, they're very solid all around. They don't have any superstars. Oh, I, di- I disagree. No, I mean, they have I mean, superstars. They have Miles Garrett. They have, I'll give Odell Beckham Jr. the superstar status, but, and uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry. See, I don't think they're superstars. Greedy Williams, Denzel Ward. Oh, like Denzel Ward, sure, yes. I look at their roster, and if they don't win the Super Bowl or at least get to the Super Bowl, what does that say about Baker Mayfield for you? You said if they don't make the Super Bowl? If they don't, I mean, AFC Championship game, Super Bowl, they need to get that far. If you have a roster like that, are you kidding me? I don't think it says a lot about Baker Mayfield. Why not? Maybe it says a little bit, but... I still have confidence in them to lead that team. I mean, do you? Yes, I do. So if they don't make it that far, what does that say? What do you? Him? Okay, so where are you, where are you telling? Give me the situation. Where do they get knocked out? Do they make the playoffs? <laughs> they better. They better win. If that they division. don't make the playoffs, yes, it'll it'll. Give oh, me. I'm sorry. If if they don't, if they make the playoffs and they don't win a playoff game, or they win their first one and lose their sack, they need to get to the AFC Championship game. That ro- you're, there's like four rosters in the entire league better than that roster. Yeah. Even the Chiefs roster isn't inside out better than that roster. It's not. Like, they have four really good players, and then there's a massive drop-off. Yeah. That that Browns roster is ridiculous. If you just had an average quarterback at every every team, and you just looked at the rosters instead of quarterbacks, the Browns might be the best one inside and out. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. If they don't make it to the AFC Championship game, that says everything you need to know about Baker Mayfield. It just does, to me, in my opinion. Anyways, I didn't want to go off on a tangent, but I, I felt no, like that fine. needed to be brought up there just because they've added another guy, Yeah, and I think the pressure's on. So, so as the Browns GM, realistically, this late in the first round, you're not really trading back into the first round unless like teams like the Saints or the Bucks or the Chiefs really love somebody. But So I'll, I'll, I'll throw the offer out there to you. Is there anybody in the first round that you think, just for this draft purpose, because realistically it would be the second round, but is there anybody in the first round that you would be willing to send an offer to me for? Well, I don't have you don't any have teams. have to say yes. I don't have any teams that necessarily need to move up. I think I think you'll see someone in the second round jump up. Yeah. Any We're, we're only doing the first round. I don't see any of these teams. I, I mean, the Ravens, the Saints, the Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks. Those are the teams left. Yeah. I think each one of them knows what their needs are, and none of them are the same. Yeah. So I just look at them, and I'm like, ah, I don't think anybody's going to get nervous and jump up, you know, five spots and try to get someone early. So I kind of think the Browns would be hoping that someone in the second round likes, you know, a guy like Najee Harris or likes a guy like Christian Barmore, you know, or Alabama. So, I mean, that's the option, I think. Yeah. But – so. For this draft purpose, I'm not going to trade into the second round because I want to make this pick. I could go wide receiver. I could go corner. If they go pass catcher, I'm going to hate you forever. That it, that better not be their pick. That is a bad pick. The pick is in. Christian Barmore, defensive line at Alabama. I, I like that move. I really do. Total run stopper. Yeah. Really, really big time, you know, against yeah. the run, and that's – and unless they're really high on him and they and he falls this far, or they're really high on anybody, I haven't heard anything of what the Browns are interested in this draft. I think it's because they're so deep in the draft that they're going to wait and let the draft come to them. I mean, I always remember, like, every year, New England was always picking, you know, 28 to 32. And every year it was like, oh, what's New England going to do? It's like, well, they're going to let the draft come to them. Yeah. 
and like usually pick 24 to the end of the first round is where you see all those trades with yeah. like second round teams coming back in. So that's what I imagine is going to happen. The Browns are tough to read because like I said, their roster's loaded. What what do they actually need? Yeah. You know, I have the Ravens here. This should not be difficult for them. No. Picks in. It's Terrence Marshall out of LSU wide receiver. And I, I, I see wow. your I see the look on your wow. face, and you know that I just passed on someone that I really like. The problem with the Ravens is they need to find out if Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. And all of the other receivers on the board right now, I look at them as gadget guys. They already have that. They have Hollywood Brown, and they, have, they already have a hard enough time getting him the ball. They need a guy like Terrence Marshall that can go up and make a, make a play. This dude was on the same team as Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And he still had ridiculous numbers. He is that good. He played in the SEC, played with Joe Burrow, you know, makes contested catches, runs good routes, gets open. You need to get that guy to Lamar Jackson. We need to find out if he can throw the ball. I, I, I'm serious. Like, this is, this, is, this is find out time now. It, that, that's yeah. where we're at with him. I'm, I'm just a little shocked. So the Saints are on the clock. The Saints need a lot. Greg Newsom's on the board. They could go wide receiver. They could go edge rusher to replace Trey Hendrickson. Which I think is is probably what they do. I think they go edge or they trade out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not really high on anybody other than I'm not really high on anybody right now. I like I like I, I always say like I love Rondale Moore. But it's still early. They 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 could get that, him in the second round. That's not the team for him. Yeah. It's not. It if Taysom or Jameis is the guy, Rondale is not going to be the pick for them. Yeah. I just don't see that. So the pick is in. Jason Alway, edge rusher, Penn State. That's the only realistic pick. They need to replace Trey Hendrickson. Well, look at the division they're in. Yeah. You know? they got to be able to get off after the quarterback in that division. So I think that Sean Payton's going in this year, and he's got Jameis, and I think he's saying, I think we can compete for another year until I have to kind of blow this up. So, you know, edge rusher is another one of those picks. That's what smart teams do. Yeah. You know, pass rush, offensive tackle. That's the smart team pick. So I would say that's that's probably a good move for them. I like it. Yeah. You know, I like Jason Owe. Is it Owe? I think it's Owe. I hate name like <laughs> if, if anybody picks levi Owuzurike, good luck i don't even think that's how it's said but god i hate how how many what's the over under on how many times i'm not sure exactly who's doing the draft this year for espn but how many times do you think todd mcshay or mel kuyper gets the name wrong like over under just that name or a it, name no wrong? in in the first round like how many names do you think they get wrong they a lot i mean they got Koromova that they're probably gonna mess up i i could honestly see them messing up like Elijah Vera Tucker somehow. Okay, so what's Goodell's over under? Because <sighs> Goodell is bad. He he's had some bad ones over the Trevon years. Trevon Morig. Yeah, like, Mo- Trevon Moy Morig. Like, he's probably something g- stupid. Yeah, he's probably gonna call Terrace Marshall Jr. Terrence. Yeah, with right. An N in there, so it's a lot, dude. He I think I just called him Terrence Marshall. Probably. I thought his name was Terrence. Terrace. Terrace Marshall. Terrace. Are you yes. serious? Oh my god, I'm. I apologize to Terrace Marshall. <laughs> I have not been. Saying his name properly, I apologize to him publicly. All right. Packers on the clock. Yes. Packers fans, I hate you because 
every year. Get Aaron Rodgers some help. He doesn't have enough help. Bro, he's throwing to Devontae Adams. Are you kidding me? Like, Tom Brady would have traded three years of his career. He might have traded two Super Bowl rings if he could throw to Devontae Adams for the last five years. Are you serious? But I'm going to please the Packers fans. I'm, I'm going to go with a pass catcher. Boo! <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is kind of holding this franchise hostage. Boo! It's a cop-out. No, it's not. Go ahead, take it. No, it's not. It's not a cop-out because Go ahead. that's legitimately what they need. They need a pass catcher. They just do. Boo. Whatever. Pick us in. Rashad Bateman, Minnesota. I hate you. Rashad Bateman? That's not your guy. No, no. I'm just saying it's a cop-out. Why Boo. is it a cop-out? No, seriously. Why is it a cop-out? So, yes. Okay. The Packers need a wide receiver, but... They also need tackles, dude. Yeah, I get that. But you know what? If they take an offensive tackle, their fans are going to try to burn Lambeau Field to the ground. Okay, do you think a wide receiver is going to help them get to the Super Bowl this year? I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl <laughs> this year, so what's it do matter? You think a tackle helps them get to the Super Bowl this year? No, I think realistically they're going to burn the building down no matter what. Nothing, there's no pick that they're going to make in this first round that's going to help them get to the Super Bowl this year. Just like last year when they took Jordan Love there was no pick that they could make at that spot that would guarantee them a Super Bowl chance. You know what would guarantee them a Super Bowl? Is, you know, Aaron Rodgers being a little bit better in the playoffs. That's what will guarantee you a Super Bowl run. That's true. Oh, I'm, I'm four yards away from the end zone. I have a clear path. No, I'm going to throw this ball in the dirt. Like, come on. Jeopardy host Aaron Rodgers. Have you watched him at all? I haven't watched anything other than clips I've seen on Twitter. I, I've got to say, I kind of like it. Uh, Andrew Theory ate you. Oh, my God. You're so <laughs> pathetic. Every Sorry, week, it's a plug. It. It's a plug. Unbelievable. Do I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. You're such a joke. <laughs> <laughs> on, on our, on, oh my, go home. The pick Just is in. No, it's not. Who's even up? Who's the on bills, the clock here? The bills oh my are God. on the clock. Boo. The pick is in. Yes, boo. Greg Newsome, cornerback, Northwestern. Oh, boo. I thought you were going to be fun with this one. Nope. Boring. Nope. Boring. Nope. Terrible. All right. The Chiefs are on the clock. <laughs> what do you do here? So, all right. The Chiefs have a glaring need, yeah. and it's offensive tackle, and it's defense. I really like seeing Patrick Mahomes run around a lot, though. So if you don't want to do that, it'll be fine with me. I'm telling you right now, Andy Reid is the most arrogant coach in the NFL. Don't do it. He is don't. so arrogant. Like you mentioned it, what two weeks ago last week? I, what I think do I here? did. Don't do it. I think I don't. Did. No, I can do whatever I want. He is so arrogant. Last year, instead of taking anything in the in the first round that would help his team, he decided I'm going to take Clyde Edwards Elaire, who was a good player, good pick. You know, helped his team out quite a bit. It's a good fit for his team. He he has so many needs on this roster. They don't need us. I I they don't. I don't care need if they need this. it or not. Kansas City's going to get up there, and there's going to be a couple of these guys left, and Andy Reid's going to start shoving cheeseburgers down his throat. I don't need because it. he can't help himself. I don't need it. No, he does need it. Pick I his end. Definitely in. don't need it. Roger Goodell's going to get up there, and he's going to go. Kadarius Tony, wide receiver, Florida. Wow. Okay, I was saying no the entire time, and that is not where I thought you were going. 
You didn't. What did you think I was gonna do? You said Andy Reid is stubborn, and I believe you said last week or two weeks ago that Andy Reid could easily go and take another running back in the first round. Oh God! And no, you said no. you said he was arrogant. He took. Clyde no, Edwards no, last year. no. I think he's okay, going to take I a skill guy. I thought you were guy. going Najee Harris. No, I think he's going to go a skill guy because wow. he can't help himself. Um, he can't. And they, you know what? They didn't replace Sammy Watkins because, you know, they don't have enough weapons as it is. Wow. Okay. That did not go how I wanted to go. And, and also, I think Tony is – Tony's actually my fourth receiver. Yeah. But it's he's not the best fit for every team. He's he, To me, he's like Percy Harvin. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the specialist kind of guy. And actually, if Percy Harvin was in this draft today, he would go a lot higher than he did. He Actually, I think he would have a better career now in the NFL than he did when he was in the league because yeah. I think teams know how to use that skill guy better. So I don't think Andy Reid's going to be able to help himself. I think he's going to get to his pick, and he's like, oh, my God, receivers. Yeah, Another cheeseburger and give me another wide receiver because I don't have enough of them yet. I don't have enough guys that can run 4-2. Yeah. So the Buccaneers are on the clock. They need nothing. There's not a position exactly. on their team that they need. So, so whatever you want here. An easy easy pick, offensive tackle, but there aren't really any out there. There's Samuel Cosme, Liam Eikenberg, Dylan Reddens. I think that's how you say his name. Did Leatherwood get off? No, Leatherwood's thing? still there. So just way down? Yeah, he's way okay. down. He's um, not ranked that high. But I'm not going to take a tackle. Um, Honestly, my two, my two choices here are um, D-line and running back. I'm going to reach a little bit. Um, the pick is in. Levi Onwuzurike. I knew you were going to do it. Defensive Just so you can say Washington. his name. I, I, yeah, I, I could see that being the pick. Did they keep, they kept Sue, right? Yes. Yeah, they kept yeah. Sue. So maybe that's not the pick because they have Vita Vea. Yeah, but I, Sue, I still but think it's, uh, but what do they need? Like running back? Yeah, yes. no, I know. And they don't because A, they just got Giovanni Bernard. They have Fournette. They have yeah. Rojo. They took Keyshawn Vaughn last year in the draft. Yeah. I mean, the team is so loaded. Like, it just, it's not even fair. Yeah. I think it's funny that their team need is quarterback. One of their team needs on here is quarterback. Like, they are not taking a quarterback in this draft. Tom Brady might leave if they take a quarterback. Yeah. Najee Harris, if he's there, they might they might take him. My thing is is that um, Dominic Sue only signed a one-year deal. Yeah, but I don't think that matters. I think this team is on a one-year deal. Like, yeah. I think this entire team is basically – because you have a quarterback that's going to be 44. You just won the Super Bowl. You are 100%, you know, trying to maximize every single season what that quarterback does well. Yeah. So, you know, taking – if Najee Harris is on the board, I could see them taking him. Yeah. If Tony was there, I could see them taking Tony. Rondell Moore, your guy, still on the board. I could see that, you yeah. know. There, there's, there's a lot of players that – you know, and, and even offensive tackle might not like Liam Eich, it's Eichenberg. I, I think it's Eichenberg, yeah. Like if he's if he's there, I could see him as a pick because you know, the other side of the line, I mean, obviously they have um oh, Tristan Wirfs. Yep. Uh but the Dude, other Did t- you see the video of him lifting? Oh yeah, he's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Well, you saw the video last year of him jumping out of the pool, right? Yes. I mean, that is ridiculous. For someone that's like three hundred and forty pounds, that is insane. Yeah. That he has got to be one of the best athletes like ever at that position. Dude, that's nuts. You know what's crazy? He might be better than Penny Sewell. He might like he wasn't he wasn't the top rated tackle. I bet you he actually is better than Penny Sewell. Yeah, could be. They have so few needs that it really doesn't matter. I think they're going to go with a skill position yeah. guy or an offense. It's going to be something on offense. I think 
just because it's so tough to decide what they're going to do though. Their defense is loaded. Yeah. It's they are loaded at every position. Even corner, they're yeah. loaded at. They, their corners are really good. Like Yeah. I just want to do as long as you have nothing more on the box. I think we should just recap the draft a little bit. Yeah, go for it. So, the Jaguars Jaguars Jets obvious. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. 49ers maybe a little less obvious. I still think this is their pick, Mac Jones. The Falcons we have trading with the football team, and the football team takes Trey Lance. The Cincinnati Bengals take Kyle Pitts. The Dolphins take Jamar Chase. The Lions trade back with the Patriots, and the Patriots take Justin Fields. The Panthers take Penny Sewell. Broncos, Michael Parsons. Cowboys, J.C. Horn. Giants, Elijah Vera Tucker. Eagles, Jalen Waddle. Chargers, Jalen Phillips. Vikings, Rashawn Slater. The Lions trade from 15 to 22 with the Titans, and the Titans take Devontae Smith. Cardinals take Sertain. Raiders take Derisaw. Dolphins take Aziz Ojolari. Falcons take Pay. The Bears take Tevin Jenkins. The Colts take Jamin Davis. The Lions finally take their player in Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. The Jets take Etienne. The Steelers take Caleb Farley to fill out the cornerback spot. The Jags take Trevon Morig to fill out their needed defense the browns like i said i see them trading out but they take Trish christian barmore the ravens take terrace marshall the saints take jason alway the packers take rashawn bateman the bills take greg newsome chiefs take Kadarius tony and the bucks take levi on so i i had fun i think this was this was great yeah i, I like i said i love the draft yeah. so these next um next week we're gonna do a full mock draft our mocks yep. what we've written out um that's gonna be more or less you know what we actually think the teams are going to yeah. do. This was kind of this is what I I would do, but yeah. the mocks are going to be you know what what those teams should are probably going to do. Next week we'll probably be on the longer side because um, I want to deep dive into why why we think they're taking these players. But so yeah, look out for that next week. But there is one more thing that I want to talk to you about today. Okay, um, I want to take like 10, 15 minutes to talk about just the NBA in general. All right, sure. There's um, there's been a good amount of stuff that's happened, but it's not it's not crazy news. There's been a couple of injuries. Uh, Marcus Aldridge retired today. So, what are your thoughts on everything that's happened this week with basketball? Well, I think obviously the biggest news is Jamal Murray, and like a week ago, I was ready to say the Nuggets are not my favorites to come out of the West, but I would have had them as my second team to come out of the West. Yeah, I think that it makes a really good case for Jokic to be an MVP because I think. They're going to need him to do so much to stop a slide. Yeah. Because the West is really good. And Murray is so much of their offense, just the two-man game with them. And not only does this kill their their season this year, it really decimates their season next year. Yeah. And the really sucky thing is, you know, they traded for Aaron Gordon. You know, that was their, we're all in. We're, we're going to win this. And yeah. They're not winning this without Jamal Murray. It's not happening. Jokic, I, it's it's really depressing because I love Jokic. Yeah, like I've I've said it. If Boston could trade twenty first round picks for him, I would just kill to have him. He is <laughs> he is my absolute favorite player in the NBA to watch. Yeah, and it just sucks because they're going home. Like at this point, if I'm the other teams in the West. I'm trying to position myself to play the Nuggets, like first or second. Yeah. That's just, I, I want to play them because I don't see them getting by the second round. Like, they might win their first round because Jokic is that good. Yeah. And 
Porter Jr. is that good, and Aaron Gordon is pretty good, but they're not winning a second-round matchup. It's yeah. not happening. This one, it's very slight, but I just want to jot over it. It happened last Thursday after we were done with the podcast. John Collins is out for another week, two, maybe months with a foot injury. I think that's twice this year so yeah, far. Yeah, he's been out with two a foot, foot injury. injuries. Yeah. And the Hawks are actually absolutely decimated lately with injuries. Trey Young's day-to-day. Danilo Gallinari is out. What else is new? And he's just out today. DeAndre Hunter was out yesterday. Or DeAndre Hunter is out today against the Bucks. Chris Dunn is out today against the Bucks. Tony Snell is out today against the Bucks. Cam Reddish is out today against the Bucks. And obviously John Collins is as well. That Hawks team is just decimated with injuries recently. Another notable one, which sucks. I just mentioned him last week too. James Wiseman. Yeah, that's that's pretty depressing. Um you know you know what with him though? I don't think it hurts him because I honestly think some time off would be good for him. Yeah. Even though, you know, you know you never want to see guys get injured. I think it was um, a meniscus tear as well. Yeah, that's not that big of a no, deal. No, yeah. You know, most guys can come back come back from that pretty easily. The problem with Wiseman is Steve Kerr is in a position where they're trying to win games. Yeah. If he was on a team like Detroit, he would look so much better. But he's in a system where they're going to teach him the right way to play basketball. So it's going to hurt him right now. Yeah. But I think five years down the road, that's really going to be big for him that he's in the situation that he's in. But obviously, any time that you're missing time is is just it's devastating. Yeah. And all these young guys that are getting hurt. I know everyone wants to blame the NBA for this and blame the season length and whatever. Yes and no, but we've had plenty of ACLs in the past. Yeah. We've had plenty of injuries in the past. Like, it, it's it's just, it's basketball. You know, it's going to happen. Ankles ankles are going to get turned. You know, like LeBron James didn't get a high ankle sprain because the season was really short. Or, you know, it's been a, yeah. just a mess. That's not why he got hurt. He got a high ankle sprain. You know, that it happens. It's... He's played 18 seasons. It's his first injury or second yeah. injury. Everybody needs to calm down, you know? Notably, it was released, uh, I believe, five days ago. LeBron James will be back in three weeks. Yeah, that's going to kill them. Anthony Davis may be able to return in 10 to 14 days. I would not bring Davis back. Yes, I'm telling I you right now. We're on the same page with that one. They need, if he comes back too, early, too soon, he might tear his, his Achilles. Yeah. Every single player we've seen have that injury that he has currently, comes back and tears their Achilles. Yeah. The Lakers are not winning a damn thing without Anthony Davis. Yeah. Sit him down. You're going to make the play. Like, you're going to make the playoffs. You're not going to fall to the 11th seed. Yeah. Get in the play-in game. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Do it that way. Home court does not matter. It doesn't matter. Like, are they going to the bubble for the playoffs? Have they announced that yet? As of right now, they're still playing in, in their stadiums. I think they should go to a bubble Yeah. to make sure that, you know, we're not playing game four of the Eastern Conference semis. And, oh, Giannis is out tonight with, you know, yeah. health and safety protocols. Because then it's like, really going to be an asterisk next to whoever wins. Because yeah, if, if we have a bunch of those in this playoff run, like I swear to God, if the Lakers every single round <laughs> – Get a freaking player out missing two, three games with, you know, whatever, with health and safety. Yeah. The biggest jo- – it, it will be a joke of a title. I already put an asterisk next to last year's because the Heat was – that was not a legitimate finals yeah. team. The Heat are not good. Like, they're just not. But I can see it now. Like, four teams are going to have health and safety problems, and 
someone's going to scoot their way into the finals undeservingly, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Nets, Aldridge retiring. Let me ask you this. Any Hall of Fame chance for him? You can you can just say the answer. I mean, it shouldn't be hard. I don't think so. I don't either. I, I, I don't either. I mean, you know, he's kind of an underwhelming player. I, I wouldn't put him in my – and everybody gets into the NBA or the Basketball Hall of Fame, but yeah. he's so just – he's been eh his whole career, you know. No finals appearances. You know, I think he's played in like one conference finals maybe. Yeah. If that – I don't even know if he's played in any. Like just, just a really – I mean, he's been a great player. You know, a couple second-team All-NBAs, and I think he's made seven All-Star games, which is impressive. Yeah. But, no, I, I wouldn't have him in. No, I don't think so either. I think it's – I mean, maybe he will just because it's kind of easy to get in the NBA Hall of Fame from what I've seen. But, no, I don't think he deserves it. Uh, there's one more thing. It was released today that – I don't know if it was just released today. I, this is the first time I saw it. Michael Jordan will be – Yeah, that, that got announced today. Yeah. He's, gonna, he's going to – basically induct Kobe yeah. into the Hall of Fame. That's that's special. Yeah. You know? I, I'm glad it's Michael because yeah. Kobe really looked up to him. Um there's not a person I don't think he cared more for than Michael. Yeah. Uh, other than his you know his wife. But yeah, I, I I mean Kobe's talked about it before. You know, he had very few friends in his life and I yeah. would say Michael wasn't even his friend. Michael was like his big brother and I really like that. Yeah. Also, what a great Hall of Fame class. Dude. Like, when Rudy Tomjanovich is, like, the smallest name on the class, you know that's a great class. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I wish we could go to it. Like, I wish I could be at the Hall of Fame for the inductions, but obviously, you know, the wonderful world we live in, I can't be there for that, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Maybe if it was in a different state, but um, I'm all set. Unless you have anything else that you want to talk about. I'm just super excited for the draft. Dude. I really am. So we're we're discussing this. I don't know if it's going to be possible by the draft. We're going to try to do live feed on YouTube. We're trying to get that set up. It's That's kind of a different avenue for us. We haven't tried that yet. Yeah. I mean, we're going to try live like feeding it on YouTube. But uh, anyway, we are going to be... We're, we're we are going to be going live to be, recording during the draft. Yeah, so, so we will gonna, be recording. So everything that you hear when we do the draft, that's all going to be live reactions. Yeah. There will be uh, three podcasts released next week. We're going to do uh, 1 through 10, 11 through 20, and then 21 through 32. Right? You mean the week of the draft? The week of the draft. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that night it's going to be three separate pods as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then we're going we're gonna to be having fun in between picks. Where you probably get to know us more. Um, we are trying to find a drinking game just – to try to make it fun and open us up, loosen us up, see if we can have more fun during the draft. But, yeah, look out for that. That's in two weeks. So, I mean, we, you'll have no more awarding. I'm going to need but. a drinking game anyways because why do I have a feeling Bill Belichick's trading out of the first <laughs> round? Like, I swear to God, if we finally get to pick before 1130 this year and he trades back, I'm I'm going to lose my mind every freaking year with him. Yeah. I, I hate Bill. I love Bill Belichick, but I hate him. I yeah. hate him. And uh, next week should be fun. I got my wisdom teeth out tomorrow, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a whole bun- bundle of joy. That what, what do you got? So like four hour four hours and thirty nine minutes left of food consumption I before have you got three go hours under? and thirty eight minutes oh, left. Three hours. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I need food after, right after this, so I'm all set. Yeah. Um, just again, you know, we want to say thank you to all the listeners. Uh, please remember to subscribe, and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate us five stars. 
please, like, even if you hate us, can you just rate us five stars? Be yeah. nice people. Seriously. By the way, and also, if you don't like the podcast, you're wrong because my grandma said she liked it right before we started. Yeah, that's this. right. That's so validation. You, sh- you should be giving five stars just for my grandma. So And uh, leave us your comments, you know, everywhere. Follow us on Twitter at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed with no Without e. the E. We can't have an E. Twitter hates us, whatever. And then our individual Twitters, I'm not going to plug them again. They're in the bio of the podcast Twitter. So right, follow right. us there. We're not posting as much as we should be, but it's also slow with the sports right now. It'll be picking up in the next few coming weeks. So just look out for that. It, we're loving doing this. So Yeah, uh, and also send us questions, sports-related or not. Like, seriously, yes, anything, exactly. if you if you want us to talk about what, you, you know, debate foods, I don't even yeah. care. That's that's kind of fun, actually. We're looking into, like, more pop culture-esque categories. And you know that I can't do pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who, like, Miley Cyrus is. Oh, wait a minute. We forgot something. Did you see that Anthony Edwards didn't know oh, who yeah. Alex Rodriguez yeah, so was? Yeah, didn't need to talk. And this is a bad part for this to be in, too, because nobody's listening right now. But if you are, shout out you. I just heard about this. You just told me this when we took that break okay, in the middle. Okay, so last week we did NBA Rookie of the Year discussion. Yes. A-Rod, like two days later, gets a group together to buy the Timberwolves, yeah. Anthony Edwards' team. Anthony, they ask Anthony Edwards at the press conference, uh, were you a baseball fan growing up? You know, have you, like, are you a fan of A-Rod? And he's like, fan. Who I don't even know who that is. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't know who Alex Rodriguez? Like, the dude dominated the the sports section of the papers for your entire childhood. Yeah. You don't know who A. Do you never turn on Sports Center ever? Did he ever watch Sports Center as a kid? Probably Seriously. Not. Oh my! Just for that, he cannot be voted as Rookie of the Year. <laughs> you don't know who A. Rod is, and then come to find out, he played baseball at a pretty high level. Like, he was a solid baseball player in high school. He's, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I pitched. I played shortstop, center field. Are, and you don't know who A-Rod is? Are you kidding me? Oh, I, I saw that, and I was just enraged, like, for a good 20 minutes of my life. I mean, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's a bad time for us to talk about that. So I don't even care. It had to be brought we up. We might be able to move it forward. Um, but also, you know, send us, our, send us your emails, highlyundisputed247 at Gmail. Leave us a voicemail at 315-752-66. Oh, my God. Can you, you're going to say, you to you're gonna have to say the freaking voicemail because I can't get through it. All right. Send us your voicemails at 315-752-6042. It's not that hard. It's just numbers. But seriously, guys, we are having a lot of fun doing this. I am actually getting excited every single week before we record on Thursdays now. Like, I'm no longer nervous. I'm just having fun up here. So I get excited to yell at him. Yeah, it's great. Like, emails, voicemails. We want to get to know you guys. We want you guys to get to know us. So seriously, guys, just send us some stuff. Whether you don't like us or not, if you want to send us emails, you'll hate us. Like, I'll still tell people that you sent it because it makes me laugh. So we had fun today, guys. See you next week. That's the pod. <laughs>